Support for this episode comes from Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why Viator has over 300,000 bookable experiences, so there's always something for everyone. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Media Podcast Network. Hello everyone, this is Guilherme Cruz for MMA Fari here in Abu Dhabi for Fight Island week, month, whatever. It's a lot of events here We've been in July. For a long time. Yeah, yeah, and it's too hot outside, it so <laughs> it's, it's, it's difficult to think. First of all, we've been tested a lot, so I think we, we are okay to get our mask on. Okay. So yeah. you'd never ask. <laughs> so, uh, I'm joined by Oscar Ruiz from the Mac Live to, to break down the top fights at UFC 251. And I'll start with the main events. We were getting, we traveled here, thought that we were getting Kamaru Usman against Gibras Burns, but now we are getting Kamaru Usman against Jorge Masvidal. I know how the Brazilian fans react to this. Uh, they obviously weren't happy, but uh, what are your, your, your thoughts? How did you react when you heard that? that we, we, we were getting a new main event here. Well, I'm very sorry, Brazil, but I prefer it. It's, uh, it's you know, listen, there's, there's talks that Gilbert Burns could be a harder challenge for Kamari at matchup-wise, which I think is fair. But, you know, like Dana White just said to us, this fight is trending massively. Jorge Masvidal is one of the biggest stars in the sport, and this was always the fight to make. They had the altercation at the, uh, the Super Bowl earlier this year. It was always meant to be the fight. And I think now we see the numbers, Jorge was right to ask for more money. So I think uh, the universe has a funny way of getting it all sorted out. How do you think this, this, the, the, the fact that this fight is training so much in merchandising, the UFC is making a lot of money with it, how do you think this uh, affects Conor's future? Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, he's, he's always involved in, in, title, in the title picture in every weight, weight, uh, weight, weight class in the UFC, so do you think that maybe this is the one to, to, to poke him back? I know it's, it's really unfair. We have that fighting in, in, in front of us, and we're already talking about Conor, but being from Europe, if we are... For Ireland and the Mac life, how do you think this affects the, the the UFC scenario in the future? Well, I can't uh, speak for Connor, and I wouldn't really know what he plans on doing. Um, I have to take him at his word that he is retired. But I will say, we, Dan White just said that this fight is trending as big as McGregor Khabib, and you know, I think Connor McGregor likes big fights, and and if Jorge Masvidal wins, Dana White just said that it could be the biggest fight in UFC history. So. I don't know if Conor would want to do it. I'd want to watch it, though. So, you yeah, know, yeah. I'd like to see it. Yeah, of course. And just so be fair, just to go back to the youth fight that we are getting this Saturday. Uh, I, I agree with you. I was really interested in watching uh, Gilbert Burns' fights against Kamaru Usman because they are teammates. They, they train together for so long. So maybe you, you think, okay, he might know something that we don't know after sparring so much in the gym. Uh, but now Masvidal is a completely different game. Uh, Gilbert, Gilbert Burns was a jiu-jitsu fighter who... Got way better on the stand-up, and Masvidal was just this violent animal. How do you, 
How do you envision this fight going? Well, I mean, it all depends on how hard was Jorge training. How much did he take his foot off the gas once he realized he wasn't going to get the fight? Uh, if he just do you buy that he was already, he, he was really training that hard? I think he was training hard for like four weeks ago. I don't know if he's been training hard for the last four weeks. He looks in good shape on the scales, to be fair. Uh, how do I think the fight goes? I think it's interesting. It'll depend a lot on what Jorge. Uh, decides to do does he try and go a bit slower to get through five rounds or does he think well I've only got two rounds in me let's go for two rounds uh, but skill wise you know Kamari matches up bad with him I think that's fair to say the grappling should be interesting uh, I think we'll know how the fight's going to go within the first sort of few minutes maybe the second round I think my my head is going Usman but I'm leaning towards chaos I think we're gonna and not chaos Kobe Covington chaos like the situation is going to be chaotic if Masvidal wins Saturday it's going to shake up the UFC for good now. Yeah. <laughs> and in the coming event, we have a rematch, uh, Volkanovski against Max Holloway. Uh, is that the fight you, you, you wanted to see after the, the, the first one, or you were hoping for a fresher challenger? Well, I'll be honest, I wasn't really that interested in seeing it after the first fight. I thought Volkanovski did kind of shut Max out. But uh, after seeing them in person at the media day the other day, I find their, their sort of dynamic very interesting. You can tell Alexander's a bit pissed off at Max, sort of saying, oh, I won the fight. And you can tell that Max is sort of, I don't know, I've never seen Max has never been one for mind games, but he seems to be playing a little mind games, you know, pretending he's training, well, saying he's training yeah. through the uh, Zoom calls and stuff like that. I don't buy that. I don't think I do either. He looks in great shape for someone who d yeah. didn't spar or whatever. So um, it's interesting. I wasn't that interested, but now the fight's here. I am kind of interested to see how it goes. If you really train the uh, Zoom, I think I'm going to sign up for that gym as well. Because, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a good idea. <laughs> Appar apparently, it's a great weight loss, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, I, w I wasn't... This wouldn't be the fight uh, that I, that I would, would, would pick to, to, to go next, but uh, I really look forward to this. Because uh, Max, I mean, he was, he was on such a uh, uh, busy uh, run, like four, four title fights in a year. And now that he, he has finally taken a year off, a long time off, uh, I'm curious to see uh, how he's going to perform in a five-round fight against such a, a, a dangerous opponent, such a, a tough one. Because Max, I mean, if, if you, you, you saw them, them, them today facing off, he's, Max is so much bigger. He's so taller. So I think he's gonna, this, this, this matchup, I think, favors him, actually, though. So we're going to see if this long uh, run yeah. he had uh, is going to affect the outcome. You're, you're going with uh, Alex or going with, with Max in this one? Well, you know, I think you've got to kind of take the evidence as it is, right? I think in the first fight, I don't know what adjustments Max can make to close that gap. You know, uh, maybe he had an off night. Maybe he thought he was winning, so he didn't want to push the pace. If he hasn't been training properly, then I think his biggest weapon has always been turning the pressure on in the later rounds, and maybe he won't be able to do that. So I am leaning towards Alex, but, you know, Max is champion, so we'll see. I'm going to disagree again. Okay. I'm going with Max in this fight. <laughs> and uh, for the third title fight, we have a Brazilian, Jose Aldo. He has a chance to, to, to become the, the first Brazilian man to bring a UFC belt back home in a while since he uh, lost the title to Max Holloway. Uh, but he has a tough challenge in front of him in, in Peter Young. Uh, how do you uh, look, look into this, this uh, match of the different styles? And uh, Jose Aldo looked really, really good in his last fight, even though he lost in, in, in the judges' minds. I think he won the fight against Marlon Moraes. I don't think you, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if you, if you agree with that. No, I disagree as well with you. Okay, we always <laughs> disagree with each other. <laughs> and uh, so how do you see this, this interesting fight playing out? Well, it's, it's like the old school, uh, it's tale as old as time, right? It's the legend versus the new generation. You know, I think the two are very si they're similar to me. I mean, Pete Yan's got the boxing, Aldo's got the kicks. 
which he hasn't thrown in years. But um, to me, it's a very interesting one. I thought that Aldo's performance against Marlon was actually the best he'd looked in years. He was much more aggressive. He used to coast, you know, sort of coast through his championship fights, get through 25 minutes, uh, and against uh, Marlon, he really pushed the pressure. If that guy comes to fight PD Yan, I think it's going to be an amazing fight because Yan's also incredible. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I actually think Aldo could get it done. I think I th he really looked re uh, rejuvenated in his fight against Marais, and I think, you know, he doesn't seem to be struggling with the weight, really, you know, so I'm, I'm, I think it's actually good for him. Okay, I guess we finally agree something. Go, it's not because he's Brazilian. I think uh, uh, the the way the way his first weight weight went against Marlon Moraes and uh, standing against him for three rounds against such a powerful punch in Marlon Moraes and thinking and and, and winning in, in, my, in my eyes. Uh, so I think uh, it's a uh, and I'm not saying <laughs> it's a, uh, an easy win, of course, Pedrinha is really tough, but uh, I'm leaning towards him uh, in this fight. And uh, you, you, you mentioned the, 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 the leg kicks. I thought maybe only the, the, the Brazilians were constantly asking. Oh, hey. Anyone who's watched Jose Aldo, <laughs> yeah. everyone is always like, where's he going to kick him? When's he going to kick him? Hasn't kicked him for years. Yeah. I think it was like Korean zombies the last time he kicked someone. Yeah. Come on, Aldo, bring him back. I yeah. like the kicks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the main card is not only made of uh, title fights. Uh, we have two. Interesting matchups in the female divisions. Uh, Jessica Andrade is going to rematch Rosa Mayunas. The first fight was really violent. Yeah. I was there in cage side, and uh, I really feared for Rosa's life. Uh, and my my first reaction was just stand up and take a closer look. And I I, I really thought the 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 worst case would could happen, yeah. but thankful she was. And uh, she now she's she's back from re quick re re retirement, and uh, she's fighting the same girl that. Gave her that brutal loss. Yeah. Were you were you surprised when the UFC went again with this match and she took it? I'm not surprised the UFC went with it. I'm a little bit surprised that Rose took it. I think you know one of the constant knocks on Rose is like, oh, how how mentally strong is she and stuff like that. But to me, to me, this proves that she is like a, a fighter through and through. You know, she's not just this technical wizard. She's got grit as well, and uh, I, I really commend her for taking this fight. She couldn't be less interested in fight week. I mean, she looks as cool yeah. as a cucumber. She looks half asleep all the time. I think she's just so relaxed. And I think that's, um, for someone like Rose, who can get a bit of nervous energy, I think that's really good. And I think, you know, we look back at the first fight, technically she was just amazing. I've seen her on Embedded hitting pads. She looks unbelievable. She looks great. So I think, obviously, Andrade's going to try and do something different, but I think Rose could remind people why she was very good. Yeah, and the way the, the first fight went, the first round, Rose was just picking her apart. And the second round, I, I mean, Jessica had the opportunity to go for, for that slam before. It didn't work her way, but the third time, I guess, was the one that just, she just landed with her head and neck and she was out. Uh, I, I, but I'm leaning towards Rose in this fight because, I mean, she was winning 99% of the fight, just that slam. Uh, are you thinking that way as well? Yeah, I think, look, uh, I mean, again, it's similar to the Max Alexander question. You've got to look at the evidence you have, right? When they first fought, she got caught, essentially, with just some Hulk slam. Um, it's the same as basically Derek Lewis against Volkov, right? He caught him with a right hand at the end. You have to assume that, based on the evidence, that I, I, think, uh, I think Rose will probably pick her apart. And I think, actually, technically, Rose is probably just the sounder fighter. You know, like, Joanna picked Andrade apart. I think Rose could do the same, over three rounds especially. Yeah. Do you think he's going to go three rounds? Yeah, I don't think Rose will finish Andrade. Andrade is really tough, you know. Um, but I don't think Andrade will catch Rose in three rounds either. So I think it's a decision. <laughs> and the fifth part of the night of the main card is uh, Paige Van Zandt against Amanda Ribas. Amanda Ribas is just 
a smiley girl from, yes, from yes, Brazil. Yes. She's fighting Paige Vanzant, who's in an interesting moment in her career. In her, first, her last fight in her, in her contract, uh, there's a lot of talks. So maybe she's moving to Bellator. We don't have no idea what's going on. Uh, does that make you more interesting in the fight, that all, all the, the scenarios involved, all the things uh, at play? In this fight, well, yeah, I mean, you go, I like a like oh, a yeah, fight, yeah. yeah, I like a story and uh, with a fight, and there is something interesting about Paige. I mean, she's been very vocal about her position. I think, you know, everyone expects maybe she, this could be her last UFC fight. Um, I think maybe that was what the matchmakers were thinking as well. You can build one talent off another talent. We've we seen it done plenty of times, so I think that's where the matchmaking mind was. And I think, you know, uh, this week, fight week, Paige didn't didn't want to do the the in person media day. She sort of went did her, the virtual media day on her own time. So I'm curious to see: does that mean she's uninterested in the fight and just wants to move on from her UFC tenure, or does that mean she's got a chip on her shoulder and she wants to remind people that actually she is a UFC caliber fighter? And we've uh, thought of her as just this Instagram person for too long and it's actually time to get back to the fighting. So I'm interested in the fight. I think Rebus is a great personality as well. She laughs constantly, uh, which is good, I suppose. More yeah. happiness in the world and all that. But um, they're an interesting clash, right? And I think, uh, I actually think that could be a really fun fight. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm, I, I agree this is such an important fight for, for, for the flyweight division and the strawweight division because Amanda Hibas is from the strawweight division. She's moving up because Paige Van Zandt wanted this fight to be at 125 instead of the first time. The first time this fight was booked for was for 115. But uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. And uh, but I but there's there's one thing that I that I disagree with not 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 with you, but the odds maker and stuff like that. Amanda Hibas is the biggest favorite in this card against uh, Paige, Paige Van Zandt. Do you do you think it's fair? Again, I think people are forgetting Paige Van Zandt yeah. can actually fight. You know, I mean, does she have like the most storied UFC career? No, but she's proven herself to be quite capable in the case. Um, she's a good fighter. Like, she's fighting in yeah. UFC. She's won in UFC. She's a good fighter. I think people are uh, forgetting that. Yeah. So I think those are that's an unfair uh, odds making. But in the end, do you, do you, do you see the upside coming? Or do you think Amanda no, Rivas is going to win? Yeah, yeah. But I just don't think it's going to be as... I mean, I don't know. That's unfair to Paige. Uh, but I do favor rebounds in the fight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it for us. I thank you very much, Oscar, too, for joining me. Oh, uh, no, oh, or this, yeah, yeah. or this. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for for joining me in this quick preview show for MMA fighting. We won't be at the beach tomorrow. We won't be uh, just drinking margaritas. We'll uh, be at the beach tomorrow, but it will be hot because there yeah. are fire on the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be. I think right now it's it's it's, it's really cool here. It's, uh, it's air conditioning. Cold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's freezing. cold. We're freezing right now. That's good. It's better than just melting. Uh, thank you very much, Oscar. Uh, stay tuned, MMA fighting for everything pre-fight, post-fight, for UFC 251 and then UFC Fight Lines 2, Fight Lines 3, and Fight Lines 4. And of course, follow Oscar. He's, he's the man. Thank you. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.